recently, there's been a debate over whether or not HBCUs are still relevant, so let's settle it. Cause you see, since 1837 until today, the fact still remains that the HBCU experience is a different world. No Dwayne Wayne. But if you've never been a part of it, you probably can't understand why we know the cheerleaders' entire routines, and yes, we'll do them from the stands. Why we leave football games after halftime, cause we know it's all about the band. Why homecoming is a holiday, a reunion, and a fashion show. And why the cab food is like that one ex who always disappoints, yet you keep going back for more. But beyond all that, HBCUs have a rich history and a legacy to uphold. They're a reminder of how far we've come, but how far we still have to go. What's going on, everybody? It's Travis P. Jackson, CEO and founder of HBCU Pride Nation. And this is Meet Me at the Cab, the podcast. I'm about to swipe in the team. What's up, great people? It's your girl, Zena C. Johnson C. Smith University. It's your boy, Davro T. Massey, representing Winston Southern State University. It's your boy, Darius Welch, representing Livingstone College. It's your girl, Ebony Funderburg, representing Winston Salem State University. And it's Rika Pesos, representing the only HBCU in Charlotte, North Carolina, Johnson C. Smith University. And my team, full of entrepreneurs, full of great people that did great things at their HBCUs. You have the conversation, but you also have the syllabus. On the syllabus, you have, did you know what will be facts about HBCUs? The game, Never Have I Ever, the bookstore, and the entree. And the purpose of Meeting at the Cap, the podcast, is to bring the HBCU experience to your ears. Sorry to interruption, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy, Young Words Darius. I got to come with Did You Know? Did You Know What? My listen, Did You Know? Earl Monroe, a.k.a. Earl the Pearl, Earl the a.k.a. Pearl. Black Jesus. Black Jesus? You did what I'm saying? Uh, my man, definitely, he went to uh, West Salem State. Yeah. 1963, 67, respect. Yep. You did what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, also, he was drafted first round. Mm. Second Champ for time NBA All Star, wow. All NBA team, yeah. All NBA Rookie of the Year, NBA 50th Anniversary uh, All Time Team resume. Well, you, I was just about to say that. <laughs> you did. We gotta give my man respect yeah. for this dude. You did what I'm saying. Um, he was also he played for the uh, like I said the Baltimore Bullets, now the Washington Wizards, but he also was. Traded to the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Both teams retired his jersey. Wow. That's lit. That's crazy. So That's lit. It's just a remarkable awesome. thing. Like I say, no matter where you at, mm-hmm. if you balling, if you doing what you got to do, because to start off his freshman year there, he averaged 7.1 points. Mm. Okay. Finishing... <laughs> He averaged 41. <laughs> bang, so bang. if you wherever you at, if you're doing what you gotta do, yeah, you will get saw, you will get looked at no matter where you at. You can bring that light to your school. Be a 
big fish in a little pond and then take that little pond into a big sea. You dig what I'm saying? That's right. Like that. I just want to uh, add on to that. Uh, shout out to those athletes that have chosen to to attend HBCUs. Definitely, definitely. You know, opposed mm-hmm. to the uh, the contenders of the PWIs. That's mm-hmm. that that's lit. I, there's way too many of y'all for me to start start pinpointing. But shout out to y'all. Exactly. All right, people. Everyone, pull out your drinks or your libation of choice. <laughs> Getting ready to play Never Have I Ever. And the question is, never have I ever changed my major. Jesus. Who drinking to that? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm changed mine. Face off, what you sip? what it was to see the campus during orientation and how we made our decisions of the HBCUs that we wanted to go to. So today, our episode topic is major moves. The process of choosing your major and the classes that you took in your major and how your major uh, contributed to who you are today. So... Thunderbird. Yep, yep. How did you choose motorsports? So, my major was motorsports management. And um, I think I accessed a little bit earlier that um, I saw Conway. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, now, granted, I could have did sports management, but I thought, you know, even though it was something that was probably pretty common, I thought motorsports was a lot less common. So, mm-hmm. and I thought it was something fun. Like, once again, we got to go to races and hang out and get to see a different um, aspect of the race world, like behind the scenes. So I grew up uh, with my stepdad, who introduced me to NASCAR. Mm-hmm. We went to the races, and honestly, I didn't think it was all that fun. But when I started working behind the scenes, I was like, I just got to see what it took to actually create the fan experience. I think that's what I enjoy most, um, watching the fans come to the race and being able to work the social media um, aspect of it, taking pictures, using hashtags, setting up um, the fan experiences where we fed the fans and we took pictures that got to take pictures with the drivers, meet the drivers. Um, I think Formula One is probably one of my favorite because um, I like foreign cars. So, um, and being able to travel and see the different people interact and come together for something that you probably wouldn't see every day. So, okay. I thought that was really dope. Okay. Pay someone. So my my major was English and Communication Arts. 
And I actually switched my major. I started off, and the whole, one of the reasons I signed on to come to Smith was I wanted to study music business and technology, and it was one of the only HBCUs on the East Coast, other than Howard, that um, offered music business and technology at the time. But then I got into the program, and there was a professor, because I I thought I was going to be like a superstar rapper, um, and a label owner, and there was a professor who asked me, so if music doesn't work up, what's your backup plan? And I was like, well, I'm in college, so obviously this is my backup plan. She was like, yeah, but you're studying music. And I was like, okay. So she said, what's the success rate of the program? And no shade. But I went and I asked the department chair, I said, what's the most successful like story coming out of this department? And this man told me that he had an alumni who had opened a record store in 1999. And that was a success story. Not the what year you get this man? I was there. That was in 08. Okay. Wow. You are a smart cookie. And he said that they had opened. That was the success story out of the program. I went the next day <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay right the next day I was in the registrar's office I was like I need to switch my major um but I still was interested in like the media side of things so I study English and communications that way I would have a, a legitimate backup plan but you also started your own organization as well while you was in school oh yeah first class entertainment and that was the calm art side of things. So we had access to all of the like video equipment, um, the lab, media labs. So I learned a lot of like video editing, audio editing um, through the calm arts program. And I started, a, we were bored on campus. We were sitting in a dorm, it's like, it's nothing to do. And we said, let's create our own fun. And we started an organization called First Class Entertainment. We had a little campus bop song. We were shutting down the picture booth. Um, And it was like, it was dope. So we we created that as a part of the major. We were able to do my senior year. We did an award show, like a music award show um, for the campus artists. So yeah, my major was like really connected to my interests. I love HBCUs. Well, so I got a different angle for you. Um, so the other day we talked about athletes and how sometimes the schools choose the major for them. So I want you to go into that and then go in. No, matter of fact, I want you to go into your major and then go into the athlete major, like the method we talked about. Okay, well, my major, I majored in social work. Uh, I picked my major when I got to my school pretty much with the credit that I had because I came from a junior college in Detroit. So uh, it was kind of like you could either go towards teaching or you go towards social work. Me personally, I never look at myself as a, uh, not gonna say as a teacher, but I'm not a teacher to the mass and as, as per se or whatnot, you get what I'm saying? But I tell people, I can mentor one person and they can pass what I say along to millions. You dig what I'm saying? Mm. I, I don't mind that. You feel what I mean? So that's the reason I kind of led towards social work because one being from Chicago, I wanted to give back to what I call my little homies, my little woes. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And let them know, man, if I can make it out of the city, you know what I mean? It's possible, you know what I mean? You just gotta have that mindset, you dig? Um, As far as playing basketball and picking a major, this is one of them things to where you would get recruited, this place, that place, this place, but it's like my passion is this. So you might get recruited by every place that don't have your passion. You Mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's right. So it's kind of, it's it's like, okay, so what it's kind of, it's kind of of things, it's kind of things to where it's kind of like, <laughs> In fact, it's kind of like what you gonna do then? You know what I mean? Are you gonna go somewhere that's gonna give you that parcel? But then, depending on your house situation, you might need a fool. You know what I mean? Are you gonna switch yourself up, or is what's closest to fit you in that in, in some other major? You know what I mean? So 
me, I looked up. I always wanted to give back and be, per se, behind the scenes and just let everybody else flourish. But I know I got a piece in it. You dig what I'm saying? They know I got a piece in it. So it just looked up for me. And my mother being in higher ed and I'm seeing I'm being around University of Chicago and University of Illinois and these people, that people, it's kind of like I understood what it was to give back to the community, give back to the people. So it's kind of like, all right, bet. If I say I'm away from the house, I got to be able to give back in some way. What is going to be my way? You dig what I'm yeah. saying? And it's kind of like, okay, I can enlighten and drop gems on the little homies and let them know, okay, boom, I see your mindset. I see who you are. But if you go to an HBCU, you can still be that person. Mm -hmm. But use your mindset and in a instead of in a negative way, in a positive way, I see. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Use that hustle mentality at school. Use that grind to be an entrepreneur. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then push forth. So, uh, to bring you back to, you know, as far as being an athlete and doing all of those things, it's just like, you know, you got to find that balance in you. You know, if you really love ball, if you really love whatever sport it is that you play, it's kind of one of those things, like I say, find something that best fits you. Or like we always say, you do have a grad school for certain things, so you can switch it up at that point. You did what I'm saying, so. It's just it's it's all in how you want to really look at it. Just like when we say you can go to a, a HBCU and a PWI, but it's kind of like when you go to that PWI, you're gonna be bringing that pride of the HBCU. Whether you do a grad school and uh, then what is undergrad, that? undergrad, or you dig what I'm saying, vice versa. So you know, T massive. I respect it. Yeah. So um. I chose my major, uh, I was an exercise science major um, at Winston State and how I chose that because I've, I've been an athlete all my life and I've played baseball, soccer, basketball, football, um, you know, anything I can try to get my hands on, I played. And so when I was uh, senior in high school, we had to write a paper. I might have been in careers class or something, so we had to write a paper and so I wrote a paper on like uh, sports physiology because I was like, I might want to be a sports doctor. But then I was like, and to my, my mama loved watching like shows on TV where they're cutting on people and stuff, and she could just sit there and look at it, blood oozing out, stuff in their neck. Okay, girl, I'm about to pass out. I said, okay, so I can't repair nobody knee in the operating room. So maybe I can help them repair their knee after they get through surgery, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, okay, if I do exercise science, and then what was happening was that Winston-Salem uh, State was actually um, becoming uh, a doctorate of physical therapy program or whatever. So I was like, let me just choose exercise science because I did play sports um, at Winston. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times people when they choose their major, they say, I want to help people, right? But a lot of times we don't have that defined, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, you got to you gotta define how you want to help people, you know what I mean? Now to help you kind of choose your major. So that's, that's kind of how I chose mine. Um, it fit real good. I mean, I did love it. Um, in the hardest classes, though, at physics and at chemistry, good. <laughs> Wow. I can only imagine. Yeah, yo, had to, I had to take one and two because I was getting ready to do DPT, which I eventually did not do it or whatever. But but it was a great major. I loved I loved all everybody who was in there. Um, my, the professors, everybody was good. Although my professors were mostly white, <laughs> but they were still like they were still there to help you though. You know, what I mean, help mm -hmm. you get through there or whatever. So so it was a dope experience. Zima C. Before I get into mine, I just it's funny to hear um, your take on it, Dev, because I was a fly on the wall on the building of that PhD program. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was teaching at Winston, I'd hear all this stuff and I'd hear all the back and forth and the, the wants of your of mm -hmm. your instructors. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to hear how um, 
how it uh, it materialized, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. or how yeah. it was materializing from the students' point of view, because mm-hmm. um, that was a very complex program. Oh yeah. So kudos to you. I don't know how you jump from from that into into the fiscal wow. world, <laughs> but that that I'm sure that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. That's 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 pretty dope. Um, pivoting a little bit, so I majored in communication with both of my degrees. Um, from Johnson C. Smith University, I majored in mass communication with a concentration in graphic design and journalism. And at Howard University, I majored in mass communication and media studies. So I went from the 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 front end or the the visual side of learning how people communicate and as well as how they they read and absorb information to the back end with how people actually consume their information and how they utilize their information. So I went from the the visual side of propaganda to the back end and psychological side of of propaganda, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So um, I loved both of them. I enjoyed both experiences. They were very different from Johnson C. Smith University to Howard University, um, and I'm sure we can we can expand on that a little later. But communication has always been near and dear to my my heart. I told y'all previously that I majored in people, so I've always been fascinated with how people communicate with themselves, with other people, with their families, with um, professionally. Uh, code switching has always been my stilo. I know at, um, at Smith, we actually were required to do a senior paper. Uh, I'm sure Rika can, can touch on this uh, as well, but my senior paper was on Ebonics and I, uh, I justified how Ebonics should be uh, be listed as a, um, yeah. So I, I justified a how Ebonics should be justified as a language. A A V E. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. The African American vernacular. Yeah. 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 Or English vernacular, however you want to put it. So I literally have been. I've always been embarking on all of this this groundbreaking information. Uh, At Smith, they encouraged it. By the time I got to Howard, and this is probably the first time I've ever really expound on it, but at Howard, I was supposed to go through my PhD. So I'm supposed to be Dr. Conway right now. Um, But Howard didn't believe in my, uh, my research at the time because I was trying to study how social media would be where it is now. So mm-hmm. back in, in 2008, mm-hmm. I was trying you, to tell did them. Did you see it? I saw it before. So mm-hmm. I, I visualized that. This is great. Look, look, I'm so pissed, but it is what it Not is. Pissed. I'm so pissed. Pissed. Would Jay say they don't get the pictures of the damage drawn? Look. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Look. Exactly. So exactly. The, I, I literally <laughs> had my department head look at me and tell me that social media was just a trend and it was going away. Um, and this was in 2009, <laughs> bruh. And look at it now. So it's That's now it's super crazy. huge. That's a whole conversation in it's itself. It's a whole yeah. conversation in itself. And and like when I say I have the Every research, time. I have the I have the key to to success when it comes to social media and how it's embodied. Um, look, look, look. I don't apply it for myself because it's it's, it's really hard. difficult. It's yeah, hard. It's hard. Um, but when I say I had the vision to to really do the research because it was new and because um, the faculty may not have been been cognizant of where my mind was going and I didn't have the words to articulate how it um, how uh, intrusive social media is you know it is what it is but. Communications is what I studied. I've been studying it my whole life, um, and I will continue to study it because that is really the heartbeat of how all of us are connected through how we communicate, whether it be interpersonal or intrapersonal 
we all have to communicate in order to uh, to grow and evolve. Those like, are my best classes, my communication look, courses. Look, my master's degree, is it, was, it was amazing. Communication is where it's at. I know people say that it's an easy major, but it's not it's as not. easy as people it's not. Um, attest to. So yeah. I'm going to drop, I'm going to pass the mic. <laughs> look, look, it depends on what level of it. So again, yes. like if you're looking at, 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 at communication as just the base level, mm -hmm. if you're trying to go deeper and rec and recognize it as a as a uh, a controlling tool, mm -hmm. and then see, that's the, de the determining factor. Like some people come in. It's like grand opening, grand closing. I just want to get a degree, right? And they do the bare minimum. And they leave with a Comarch degree and go work at Starbucks. Right. But those who are really invested in, like, now, to what you're speaking to, like, I really am passionate about this. I wanted, to, like, to engulf myself in the, the whole culture of communication, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the content, and all of that. Then it really is, it's a whole thing. So Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's a strong focus area. Absolutely. So, but I mean, I I love it. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change a damn thing. I'm the only one cursing on this show, and it is what it is. Okay. Yeah, you I, I appreciate that. I, I wouldn't change a thing. I appreciate. I appreciate them ousting me, um, because I wouldn't be who I am and where I am without it. So you know, it is. It is what it is. I just got a myriad of questions. <laughs> yes, we are. You were. Yes, we are. You were. I actually went and looked up that word. I said, "My dog, my dog, you the one." Oh, you are. 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 I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a little heads up. So during one of our pre-production meetings, you know, we were throwing out all sorts of GRE Everybody words. Everybody was on Everybody it. was just we throwing out words. Yes. So uh, if y'all hear nasty. words come up and we all get excited, it's because it was one of those GRE words that we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're now putting into sentence. Yeah. So we'll throw out some SAT words for right. tertiary. <laughs> <laughs> That part. <laughs> Travis, I'm going to pass the mic to you. It looks like a gander of different words. A gander. Kind of a gander. A gander of different words. We have a smorgasbord. And the word of the day is. Yeah. And those two HBCU words. Matriculation. And illustrious. And illustrious. That is illustrious. Yes, yeah, you got to matriculate. Yeah. This way starts off. I chose my major because, like, when I was a freshman, I was a, I came in undecided. Um, and <laughs> what? I don't want to be in debt. I got some miles. Side bar. Side bar. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying to keep that in. We gotta edit some of this. <laughs> he should have just kept going. I think I ain't know I was that loud. So I'm Travis, sorry. what what you majoring? Public relations. <laughs> I don't know. Alright. Okay. Public relations. It didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Travis, what did you I just thought we'll come back. <laughs> I love Jeannie. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I so when I was freshman class president, Miss Freshman Carla, Car Carla, Carla, <laughs> what's her name, Carla? Carla. Yeah, Carla okay. Janelle. Yep. Carla Janelle. <laughs> I'm wrong. Ricks. It's Ricks now. Uh, yeah, yep. Now, yeah. Carla Janelle Ricks. Um, she was also Miss A and T. And we were freshmen, she stopped me in the, hall, the hallway, and she said, Travis, you love to talk to people, you love networking, 
you love connecting people, and you love being creative. Why don't you go into public relations? Right. I know they have that meant. I ain't know what that meant. That's not understandable. Yes. Uh, yeah. The way I broke it down, I was like, relate to the public. <laughs> that that sounds like something I can yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I've been doing it for years. Yeah. You know, and it it really helped me like understand the 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 power of the printing press. It's, it helped me with understanding how to do a PR campaign. It helped me with understanding the power of social media before it really uh, cultivated into what it is now. And just like what my role was at a and I was the vice president of external affairs, which plans Jiho, but he was, but that role was, um, the role was to be the PR liaison between the student body of A&T and the city of uh, Greensboro. Oh, wow. And I did all that at, 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 at campus because, like, when I went to school, y'all, like, I just came off of my brother being killed in a drive-by shooting. He buried in Durham, North Carolina, in Fayetteville Street. And... Like, all I knew was, bruh, Trev, you gotta show these people why black people are important. You gotta get your mother to be in a better situation. You gotta do whatever it is that you gotta do because, as all of y'all know, because all of y'all are near and dear to me, Travis would kick the door down, like, quick. And he don't care about no procedure, even though I'm getting better with that. But, <laughs> shut up, Ebony. <laughs> um, but my major, I think that my major was for me as a person because my major shaped me. And then also, like, it was a time when anti, what was crazy in my major was when I was involved in SGA, like, my, my, all of us have like a mother at our HBCU that invested so much into us that whether it was the dean of students, whether it was a professor, whether it was uh, Dr. Felson, whether it was whoever, you know what I'm saying? Somebody imparted so much knowledge into us. And when I got disqualified for SGA president, Dr. Judy Rashid's um, specifically said to me was Travis your goal is not to major in SGA you came to A&T to major in public relations and graduate you have done so much thus far at A&T that it's time for you to go mm -hmm. And that's when I graduated in four years. Like, choosing your major is everything. But I want to get into the conversation, and all of us don't have the answer, right? It's particularly when it comes to a student coming into a HBCU or college in general, when it comes to being undecided, right? Because I went in on the side, I didn't know what, what I was about to do. But if it wasn't for uh, Carla or Candace Michelle Johnson, who was the Miss ANC at the time, and the other people that invested in me, I don't think I would have known what major to do because ANC was everything to me. So, like, what, what type of advice or suggestions would you all have for? A student that's undecided. See, I ain't got much to say, but it's like it's okay. As you can hear, there's people in the room right now who was mm -hmm. undecided when they went. You know what I mean? And found themselves somewhere when being there. So you know what I'm saying. You can 
go there because sometimes going to college that first year, some people that's their first time being away from the house. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being away from the influence of their parents and stuff like that. So then when you go that first year, you blossom into who you are as a woman, as a man. You know what I mean? So then it's kind of like you can find yourself in those first couple years, you know what I mean? Or you can find yourself earlier than that. It's just all depending on your situation. Yeah, I would say I was told not, I was actually told not to come in undecided. I took Mm -hmm. an SAT prep course and the guy who taught it was like, don't go in undecided. And I think that scared the hell out of me. I was like, why can't I go in undecided? You don't want to be in school longer than you want to be. So I think at first I was so rushed into feeling like I had to choose a major so I could roll out, I don't think I necessarily, at at first took the time out, I needed to figure out, okay, what do you want to do? Because law school was on my mind. I was like, okay, I want to be a lawyer. I'm good with that. You would have been good as a lawyer. I, yeah, I I took that LSAT. I did well. Me too. But I was like, <laughs> I think I'm okay. But and, and I and I realized the night before I took I took the LSAT twice. I wanted a better a better score. I did great the first time, but I wanted to do even better. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna take it again. And then the night before, I came to my mom and I was like, I don't want to be a lawyer. She said, What do you mean you don't want to be a lawyer? You talked about this for the last ten years. You not, I was like, eh, this ain't it. So I think. I was rushing and choosing my major, but I think I found my passion in PR and motorsports. I found that even more. I was like, okay, I can still help people. I can still work in entertainment because that's what I want to do is be the entertainment lawyer. And I can help people on that back end of I'm not hitting you over the head, necessarily speaking. But I can still show you in another way that's not so formal as your lawyer. Okay, mm-hmm. LeBron's the agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 LeBron's agent is fire. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anybody else want to speak to that? Yeah, I'll just yeah. say real quick. Um, yeah, like um, Brother Darius is saying, you know. Brother Darius. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Man, brother. Speak on. I mean, don't feel bad if you are undecided. Right. I mean, now, if uh, if if you think you want to go to college, then what you want to do is in your high school years, you want to expose yourself to mm-hmm. as much as you can. Find out what programs there are out there that can get you um, more exposure to mm-hmm. things going in your area, different industries. Because um, the thing about it is, one thing you learn about HBCU is you got to put the work in. Like, yes. it's not going to be that part. Not. And, but, it's, but it's a life skill, though, because right. it, mm-hmm. it's not always going to be hands that feed you, right? Yeah. Another point I want to say is the art of pivoting, you know? So, mm-hmm. so even Talk like that, as, as, as yes. the, the art of pivoting, you yes. always going to have to pivot yeah. in life, no matter mm-hmm. what. So, you could, you could, so, just now, like how COVID hit, you know, a lot of businesses are trying to figure Man. out, like, what in the world? Their main source of how they got their income, they had to pivot and switch and, 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 and make it work. If they didn't... Flip it in reverses. <laughs> you don't flip it in reverses. If they didn't, then they then they, 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 they cut themselves short they, out of business mm-hmm. or whatever. So, um, so you have to learn how to pivot. Um, so if you come in, you can come in and start as one major and then finish as another. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have to you might have to go an extra year or two or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? To, fi- to figure that out. But the thing about it is, even in life, a lot of us in here, we majored in one thing, but we're not doing what we majored in. Like, in. I was in science, now I'm in finance. So, um, so the thing about it is, what you, the main thing you want to do is you want to find out and really hone in on what your skills are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What your skills are, the things that you enjoy doing without even, it don't, don't feel don't like, like work. work. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what you want to major yeah. in. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, what happens is when you provide value in whatever you do, 
that's when the opportunities come your way. Right. Exactly. And so and so we want to make sure you uh, are always providing value, um, knowing the art of pivoting, and uh, don't don't be afraid if you're undecided because you got a lot of life to live. That's right. Don't be afraid to change if so, you're already there. Hold up. Before before you hop top hop topics, um, I have a I have a two parter, but I'll try and keep it as quick as possible. Um, this is for your direct folks and for your abstract folks. Direct folks, there is this thing called interdisciplinary studies to look into. Interdisciplinary studies um, will allow you to hop around the different majors within that institution and gain the knowledge. So you can you can take some English courses, you can take some communication courses, you can take some language courses, you can take some business courses, and then you can ball that all up into a. Um, uh, a degree that works best for you. So, so please keep that in mind that there are institutions that specialize in, uh, in interdisciplinary studies. One specifically, I do recognize the Jumps, the C. Smith University. Jumps. That, <laughs> that, that option. Um, but I'm sure there are several more that do as well. The other side of that is to recognize what you are great at. Mm -hmm. I, I am in the business of greatness. So, whenever I'm talking to somebody, whenever I'm conversing with someone, I'm listening to where their passion lays. Keep in mind that money is one thing, but passion is another. If you go into what is what you're passionate about, you will never be working a day in your life. You will love waking up in the morning. You will love going to work. You will love doing exactly what you got to do to uh, to contribute to the uh, the greater good as a whole. So when it comes to choosing and deciding on your major, make sure it's something that satisfies you, not just satisfies your pockets. So that's all I got to say about that. And the last piece about that is like if you're coming out of high school and you undecided, your first year is just prerequisite classes. Anyway, anyway. right, so exactly. You have a, a year minimum to explore, play around with some things. Talk Join clubs for yes. sure. Yes. Join yes. clubs and organizations um, yeah. that gives you an introduction to like different majors, different programs. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So that was a perfect uh, segue, uh, Sharika, because pesos. Um, because <laughs> both, both. <laughs> both. <laughs> with the with the to the HBCU experience, like we could choose a major, but also what we learn being involved in the school really helps us with the overall education mm -hmm. of ourselves, yeah. yes. right? Mm -hmm. Like we have SGA presidents, we have Mr. HBCUs, we have campus, camp, campus marketing, CLMC. CLMC, yes, and then CLMC. we have just like doing everything on campus. Y'all nobody know what a CLMC, whatever that campus like marketing. marketing Thank you. Right. I, I, believe, I believe that was the same as Javac at Johnson University. Our Golden Bulls Activities Committee. Yes. 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 too much and I'm saying that because I had 18 credit hours mm. all four years and then 19 like going into my last year you wildin I was crazy yeah. but I I love being busy like I I love being involved you still so love being busy I still I'm a busy body I'm a busy body so I was able to do cab and CLMC I did both of those. I was part of the student union advisory board for our new building at the time, um, our new student union. Um, I was marketing, um, president of marketing for uh, 
RHA Residence Hall Association, which was like right under SGA, because we handle everything residence life. So um, I enjoyed it. And I think it helped me, of course, meet more people too, because when you're involved, you get to travel, you get to go meet people who you probably would have never talked to ever in life outside of that. So I thought that was, I thought that was cool. Yeah, for me, like, I did a lot, so... Yes, um, you did, boy. So, I was um, on the gospel choir. It's one of the first things that I did. Oh, Amen. the gospel choir, too? Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about gospel choir. What's the more? I didn't forget about you, but I forgot I was on gospel choir. I did gospel choir, too. A lot of times people be on there, and then you get busy. And you get busy, yeah. yeah. And they don't, they don't, they don't stress you. Right, right. Like, right. If you show up... Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. I pray for you. You come as you are. So, <laughs> so uh, I did gospel choir. Then I walked on to the football team. Um, I walked on. You walked on. on. The track team. Um, and then I was cross country and track. Whoa, man. Cross country is beast. Right. And, 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 so no, no. Um, and then um, I became, you know, Mr. Winston. Some states, so uh, I was busy in the off season, you know, like summertime, like working back home or training, you know, to get back ready for um, when when school came back in. But um, so oh, and then with that, of course, you travel a lot, so you Mm -hmm. got games on the weekend, meets on the weekend, uh, you're traveling with the royal court, you know what I'm saying? So you're moving around, you meet a lot of people, you got conferences you go to. I got folk I know from shoot, uh, uh, Central State, Tennessee State, Ohio, Tennessee. Uh, whole bunch of different schools that I make these conferences and stuff. So uh, you make connections outside of your school that right. help you further in life. You know, I'm even working on a connection now um, uh, with uh, uh, Mr. Lamar on. You know what I'm saying? From back when I was in school. So. Um, those things follow you along. So, um, and those opportunities help you to hone in your skills. Like, I like speaking in front of a lot of people. Like, personal stuff, not so much. You give me a big crowd, it's showtime. I'm on, baby. You know what I mean? So, but, um, but also serving the community as well. You know what I mean? So, um, the only thing I would say that I did miss, though, was getting in internships. Of my major, you know what I'm saying? Because what I had to do to qualify for DBT was I had to get like 50 hours of observation. When I did the 50 hours of observation, I did it at summer school between my junior and senior year. Oh, wow. And I did it at outpatient therapy clinics. That's what led me to know that I probably didn't want to do physical therapy because my mind was like, I'm about to be in the league. I'm about to be in the physical therapy in the league and the NBA whatever. But then I was like, I'm probably going to have to start out at an outpatient clinic because I had no connections in that field. You see what I'm saying? So it's very, it's very vital that if, you know, if you're going to be focused on doing what you're doing, then you have to try to find a balance within, you know, being involved with your uh, campus community, but also you need to be involved with your major too because you do have to do something when you graduate. That's yes. So, but I did enjoy my time, and like I said, the connection that I did make, I still feed me today. So. Right. So, so majority of us, I mean, the the core of us represent the state of North Carolina, and you spoke about the connection with other HBCUs and other states. Mm-hmm. So, what is the importance of that connection and making sure that you get while you're in undergrad. Okay, um, so one of the, um, uh, you know, I guess closest ones would be like, um, if you traveling, you know, when you first graduate or whatever, you play stay? What? Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, like you, you know what I mean? You got, hey, yo, I'm in the city, I'm in town for the weekend or whatever, you got that there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then it's just, and it's a whole lot easier when you're younger. I'm yes, <laughs> yes, because I'm trying. I'm tired now. By the time you meet that person, y'all probably at a place of same interest. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all at the same place is what's going to bring y'all together. Right. Like, form yeah. that bond. Right, right, right. Definitely, definitely. And so, um, like I said, forming that bond, um, like I said, I, the 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 connection between Lamar on that that came about. Now watch this. Now I said I was a science exercise science major. I hopped into finance. Um, I'm not sure what his major was in school, but what he does now, he has his own business in finance. So he recognized that I did something finance, and he was like, "Hey, let's team up. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Tell me what you're doing, and let's make this make some work." You know what I'm saying? So. Um, and then it just, it gives you access to their network. You know what I mean? And so you never know who they know on that side. You know, whether yep. it's Falcony, uh, whether it be somebody in the actual government, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? That can help you formulate something that you thought of later when you got later years up here at school. And low-key, they don't even know that uh, we have a connection. Oh, yeah, so if y'all don't know, you yeah, are, you yeah. are, you yeah. are my best, best yeah. friend. Yeah, so I met, I met Travis when I was Mr. Um, WSSU. And he was the VP uh, yeah. EA at um, Winston. So we actually uh, started out HBCU projects right. together, you know what I'm saying, yeah. 2010, you know what yeah. I mean? And so riding down to Atlanta doing this and doing everything. that. And Atlanta football, yeah. everything. All that bro. stuff. So that's how we started connecting here. Yes, sir. So, yeah. hey, so, yeah. did you already go about being involved? Oh, no. Nah. Um, what is this? I, I was all over the campus. Um, <laughs> every, so, and it started off one of the craziest reasons. I only got involved because I wanted to throw parties in the dorm. Right. And, um, like, Not in the city, in the dorm. In the dorm. She made it happen. Because I was, like, I was looking around our freshman dorm and I was like, you know, if we move these couches out the lobby, this could actually be a really nice party spot. And so I went to um, our residence hall coordinator, and I was like, I want to throw a party. And she was like, you need to join something. And I'm like, what? All right, what I need to join? And so I started off being president of my freshman dorm, Myers Hall. Shout out to Myers. Hey, third floor. Third floor. <laughs> second floor. <laughs> Where you stay? Fundraisers, all types of things. Um, Storm the dorms. Like we did three like educational programs. We did more than three. We ended up doing like six educational programs. And at the end of the year, she let me throw a party. And that's when I realized, like, oh, all you gotta do is get involved. And you can kind of do whatever you want on campus. So in yeah. my sophomore year, I was residence hall counsel for uh, New Res. You know, okay. in my life. <laughs> yeah, big yeah, time. Um, and then from there, I joined. I went the. Um, I joined the Bullfest committee, which was like our spring festival. And in my junior year, I was SGA vice president. Um, homecoming committee chair. Um, I started my own organization my sophomore year, so was like president of that. Um, joined Sigma Tau Delta, the English Honor Society, and just like got really involved. And then I still, to Dad's point about interning, um, was like, look, I, 
I see what's happening to these con majors. I'm not going to work at Starbucks after this. <laughs> and I interned for RCA. I ended up getting an internship right, for RCA right. Records. And that was really dope. Yeah. Um, I did the all of the artists that came to campus. I did the bookings for all the artists. Oh, and cool. that kind of connected to our homecoming. So then my mm-hmm. senior year, I was SGA president, joined Delta, um, was homecoming committee chair again, but because I had that RCA connection, I was able to bring in a bunch of different artists Um, for the Lolo. So we were able to have like a really lit homecoming. Look at that myriad of the experiences. (laughs) (laughs) And then what was really dope, and that's how I met Trav, we brought HBCU Pride Nation to campus and we did a a Twitter party. Uh, oh, um, I was there too. Yeah, we co-hosted a showcase. Yeah, and then um, what was really dope was the business plan, like the organization model for first class, ended up becoming my business plan mm. when I graduated. And I was able to get like one of the things that they don't talk enough about is I was able to get a lot of trial and error that like entrepreneurs waste their money on. I got to do it on the school's dime and like figure out how how to money and succeed. Um, that I started my own organization. So I learned what worked and what didn't work. So by the time I started my business, like most businesses don't make profit until their first year. I was making profit in my first three months. So that was really dope. Man, it's so amazing, like, tangent, like, creating this podcast with individuals that's been dealt with me from, like, day one, like, Rika and Dev. Then I used to get on Dev Nerd. <laughs> Boy, like, Dev always been there. Rika always been there. Then I got my wells with uh, HBC 101 and Yard Talk 101. Shout out to Little Thumb. Yeah, one of the first interviews. One of the first interviews and just like being in Charlotte. And then my right hand, you know, Ebony, that has to deal with me every day. <laughs> Jesus, y'all pray for a <laughs> And then Zena just bringing up the concept of what we could do. It's just... Like it's so it's so amazing how like in the HBC network like uh oh wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute y'all I because I I, I, I would be I, I don't care I have to pause you for a second y'all I have to introduce y'all to to the way Travis and I. Oh, Met. Yes, yes I, I have to. I That's have very to, important. I have to put this on the docket. I, I, I was a, I on the docket, on the record, okay, <laughs> on, the on the on the legal record. So, um, I told y'all previously, I was the child of educators. I'm actually the the uh, the yeah. daughter. I'm actually. I'm actually the daughter of um, of the the former vice uh, chancellor at Fayetteville State University, vice chancellor and, and chief of staff at at, uh, at Fayetteville State University, and the eleventh uh, president and tenth CEO, no sixth CEO, my bad, at uh, Elizabeth City State University. When I met Travis, he walked up on, I was at the CIAA uh, high school day, and I had taken my show car at, from Winston-Salem State University to to high school day at the CIAA here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we were in the process of packing it up. My parents had stopped by to say hello to me, and Travis, out of the blue, <laughs> popped up. And and step to the side, sidestep me, went straight to my father and shook his hand and was like, hello, I am Travis P. Jackson and I am the CEO and founder of HBCU Pride Nation and I would like to get on your radar, sir. Mm-hmm. I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do that. That's when you want to be known. Sir? Shoot the shot. And, and when I tell you, you, shots you don't take. Right. That part. And when I tell you that, that that moment alone left a lasting impression, not in not only in me, not only in my mother, but in my father's presence, 
I I just knew he was destined to be great. So uh, I just want to give you you kudos and yes. and give you your flowers while you are here because that was a monumental moment. And I think that that is, that also helps me uh, move forward with uh, with the projects that we have on um, on the up and up. So yeah. so I'm sorry. I had to put that on the docket. I had I to let y'all you know. know how how amazing and how monumental this uh, this podcast and this movie is going to be. So I'm going to hand the mic back, but I had to let y'all know that Travis ran up on my pops. I'll probably do it again, too. But yeah, man, when it, when it comes to yeah, when it comes to your major, like don't be scared to go in undecided. Don't be afraid to get involved. Don't be afraid to connect with people from other schools. That's right. And mm-hmm. just do what you do. Right. Like when it comes to your HBCU experience, be who you are. Claim who you are mm-hmm. and own who you are and make it happen. So we're gonna get into these segments. All right, y'all, so when you leave the cab, make sure you stop by the bookstore. And when you go to the bookstore this week, you definitely gotta check out Guagi to get up and go get your brand. Now, y'all heard of Nike, right? Yes. Under Armour, Puma, Adidas. That's four brands, right? Right. Top five, you gotta throw Guagi in there. Top five sports brand. JCSU alumni, Jay Turles, he said it, he manifested it, he said I'm going to be a black sports brand owner and he is killing it. Mm. The clothes, I ordered some myself, I'm not going to lie, while I've been getting all my points. Okay. Um, the, the apparel is dope. Um, is. He, has, he does this 40-40 deal. Mm-hmm. Like, when, I don't know when it is, but you gotta <laughs> follow the social media right. for it. And he sells exclusive track suits, forty dollars. Wow! Bucks. Adidas ain't doing that. Nike no. not doing no. that. Nah, Nation ain't doing it. Y'all talk ain't doing it. But he's been on this grind for a while now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got my first Wagyu beanie in two thousand. 10. Mm. Oh, and now, 10 years later, it's like I have body sweatshirts, yeah. shorts, track suits. Yeah, like, it's, it's dope. Right. It's, it's a whole I'm vibe. I gotta check them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you stop by the bookstore, make sure you check out Guagi um, and follow them on social media. Guagi, G U A G G I. Get up and go get it. Yeah. yeah. Now back to the conversation. Hold up, hold up, hold what you got. You know we gotta see what the nation's talking about. My segment is Ask the Nation. Let's see what's on the menu today. All right, let's see who we wanna swipe in. Our first one on Swipe In, Miss Whitney Michelle, graduate of the illustrious, the incomparable Winston Salem State University. He was a marketing major. So, you know, the question was, what inspired you to choose your major? Uh, so, uh, she decided to choose marketing because of her high school teacher. We love hearing stories about students who are inspired by their teachers. In high school, she had a high school teacher. That was willing to teach her the real deal of business, and she just loves marketing. Um, she also chose Winston State because her parents went there. Uh, they didn't give her any pressure to actually go, but every time she went there, it felt like home. So that's what we do at Winston. Make you feel at home every time you come. You know what I mean? Let's see who else we're going to swipe in real quick. We got um. Mr. Jaleel Thurman. He is a Virginia State University alum of a class of 14. Um, what inspired him? He really didn't have an, uh, a specific inspiration, but he always wanted to be either, either a TV host or in front of the camera in some sort of way. So he chose Mass Comm. So uh, that's what we're talking about today, man. So back to the conversation. Hey, and let me bring it home because, I mean, I got the entree. You know, we, we talked about the major moves. We talked about the major. We did this, 
the syllabus, we did the segments, and today's entree is comparison is the thief of joy. When you have to compare yourself to someone else um, to feel like you're doing better or less than them, that's very unhealthy. Believe in your journey, believe in who you are, claim it and own it. And know that everything that you want in your life will be obtained and God will send it to you. So stop comparing yourself to other people and move into your greater cause because there is someone greater in you that you have not met yet. And the only way that you're going to get there is if you do the internal work to get where you want to go. So that's the entree for today. And team, how can the people get in touch with y'all? It's your girl Zena C and you can find me online, whether it be on Twitter or Instagram at S-E-M-I, the number zero, T-I-K-Z, that is Cindy Yikes, and I will see y'all online. Conway! <laughs> <laughs> It's your boy Davra T. Nasty. Be it out. You know where I'm from. I'm from <laughs> Waxall. That's what my IG is Waxall underscore man with three N's. Also find me on Facebook at Davra T. Nasty. Catch you later. You got your boy Darius, aka Young Welch on IG. You did what I'm saying, but now nah, you can go ahead and type in Y O U N G Welch like the dude, like the juice. W E L C H. And on Facebook, you can find me at Darius Welch. It's your girl Ebony, and once again, I get it done. So it's. You leave it to the number two Ebony on Instagram. And it's your girl Rika Pesos. It's Rika Pesos on every platform. R-I-K-A-P-E-S-O-S. So yeah. And uh it's Travis P. Jackson. Y'all can find me at I am Travis P. Jackson on Instagram. On Twitter it's Travis P. Jackson. The company, the brand name is HBCU Cloud Nation. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So thank y'all for listening once again. HBCU Pride. <laughs> <laughs> she said, in my personal. My personal. Don't play me like that. He's all the platforms. <laughs> right. HBC you probably know. Um, cool. It's the calf and we out. Yeah. I'm supposed to end it like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Meet us at the podcast. Oh. The podcast and this is Meet Me at the Cab, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, This has been. A Power Podcast Network production.